Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Entree Pastors podcast. My name is John Sanders, one of the co-founders of Entree Pastors, and I'm coming to you today to wrap up a little five-part mini-series we've been in on the podcast here recently. We're talking about challenging the model of the full-time pastor. Now, if you've missed any of the previous episodes, I would encourage you to go back and give it a listen and kind of catch up on what we're talking about. But in summary, here's the big idea. I am making the case that the model of pastoring that many of us are comfortable with and familiar with in the Western part of the world, certainly in the United States, uh, this idea of a full-time vocational professional pastor where that is your one J-O-B, the thing that you do for an income, it also coincides with your calling, the strong sense of calling you sense from God. This idea of being a full-time pastor, well, not inherently immoral or wrong, has created some unintended consequences that are not healthy for you, pastor, for your family, for your church, and yet we just have accepted this kind of model. I believe it's a relatively modern model in in terms of big picture history. I don't think the church has operated this way for much of the last 2,000 years. I think it's been in recent history that we've really created this full-time gig where pastors don't do anything else except pastor. And I'm bit, I've been unpacking some of these issues. Today, I'm going to finish it up by sharing a story. I'll address the, the last issue. Here's, here's what I would say. Let me kind of hit the big heading, and then, then I'll share a story personally from my own life. So I would contend that this model of pastoring, you know, being solely dependent upon a church for the your one source of income because it's my full-time job, that that model contributes to ministry becoming a one-dimensional, all-consuming identity for the pastor. And that is not a healthy thing. So let me, in case there's any question about it, let me come right out and say that is no bueno. That is not good, pastor, if you are so one-dimensional in your focus and in your identity that all you can think about, all you can relate to, all you spend your time and energy and focus on is being a pastor and church stuff. Ask me how I know. I was warned of ending up in that ditch, and I ended up in that ditch anyway. Like Even though the warning is there, if we are not intentional, it is so easy to get wrapped up in this thing to a level that is not healthy. Well, how does it happen? First of all, let's celebrate the good One of the reasons it's easy for this to happen is because unlike maybe a lot of people, sadly, in their professions, we care about what we're doing. You know, some people just go get a J-O-B because it's safe and, you know, there's there's reliable income and, you know, there's good benefits or whatever. And they trudge off to work every day and it's not really connected to their purpose or they're not really feeling like they're making a difference in the world. and, And that's a horrible place to be. I don't care how much you're getting paid. Pastors generally don't struggle with that. We have a strong sense of purpose about what we're doing. I mean, it's eternal. We're making a difference for all eternity. We're introducing people to not just the life-transforming message, but the soul-saving message of the gospel of Jesus Christ that can not only transform people's lives here and now, but can save their soul for all eternity from the fires of hell. Like that is That's some legit stuff. There's a very real sense of purpose and meaning and calling. How do you not get excited getting out of of bed in the morning to go about that type of work? So all of that's good. Let's just celebrate that for a minute and breathe that in. Um, But pastor, I got news for you. Your identity is so much more than just your role. 
as a pastor for this season of your life, serving this particular group of people, wherever that may be, whoever that may be, that you are more than a pastor. And the thing about ministry is it can be fun, it can be meaningful, and so we just spend all of our emotional energy, focus, time, effort into it. And it, and it's, you know, that's something that can be really bad for that. Are you, are you ready for this? This is going to sound a little counterintuitive, but experiencing any degree of success, because it's almost like a drug. It's like, give me more of that. Oh man, this thing worked. This is working. Our church is growing. Again, ask me how I know. Like you get into that season where where things are working and you you're getting most of your validation and sense of identity and purpose from your role as a pastor, man, that can take you to a really unhealthy place, especially when then all of a sudden things aren't going so well on the church side. And you've connected all of your worth and value and identity to your role as a pastor, and then the church isn't growing, and the giving is slowing down, and you're not getting the results that you were hoping and praying for, and and it's frustrating, and you get into those seasons, all of a sudden, it's not just feeling like your church is struggling. You feel like, I am failing because I am this. This is who I am. It's not just something that I do. It's not just an assignment for this season of my life. It's so heavily wrapped up in who I am as a person because it's my calling. That's some messy stuff, man. And if we're not careful, that can lead us to a really unhealthy place as pastors. I was there. I willingly, passionately threw myself into planting a church and, and again, had some great people around me. And and uh, I don't have any huge regrets about the story. Uh, I definitely, looking back, I see things I would do differently for sure. Um, and we experienced a lot of awesome things in the years that I spent planting and, and leading a church. But I also know this, I can reflect on a season of my ministry where it was more not the new and exciting startup stuff where everything was moving up and to the right. It was now we're experiencing different challenges of, of an established church that's been around for a while that's starting to go through some cycles and some seasons. And, you know, maybe the giving, not maybe, absolutely, the giving has dropped out on on some levels. We've hit, went into a financial skid and uh, we've got people that have left the church, not out of major conflict, but moving away with their jobs and and the giving is suffering, and our local farmers are not doing well, and they're not giving the way that they were able to at one point. And all of a sudden, I am finding myself pacing the floor of my office, frustrated day in and day out, because I felt trapped dealing with so much frustration and irritation, just feeling very stuck in areas, in, in things I had virtually zero control over. I can't control how many people show up to church on a Sunday. I can't control what they, you know, give and put in the offering plate that then allows the church to be able to push forward into some new exciting things or not, which started to be the case more and more. So I'm feeling very limited by our ability to do the things that are in my heart. And this is all I have to do. I have nothing else to do in life, obviously, other than my family, which is a really important thing. But that's very easy to get lost in the shuffle of all of this as well when your identity is so heavily consumed in who you are as a pastor. And it's like vocationally, I have no other outlet to go burn off energy and pour myself into anything else. All I have is this church. And it's frustrating and I feel stuck. And here's what I wonder, and I've thought about this a lot, 
if at the beginning of my journey, if there would have been an entree pastors, if there would have been some seasoned veteran pastors that could have come alongside me and given me permission to say, hey, listen, we're thrilled about the church thing, man. We're thrilled about the vision you have, the story that you've been called to be a part of, the people you're going to get to serve. We're thrilled for that. Yes, let's do that. But hey, let's uh, let's build that a little slower. Let's build that with with a little bit more uh, delegation right out of the gate where you're going to build a team and you're going to go as slow as it takes to build the team because you're not just going to race off and do all of this in, in and of your own strength. Like This isn't going to be you. This is going to be done. We're going to let Jesus build his church. You are going to go build a business that's going to provide for your family. That's what you're going to do. And you're going to give as much focus as you need to to that business until it's providing for your family the way you need to be provided for. You're going to let Jesus figure out how he's going to provide for his bride, the church. And you're not going to put pressure and feel pressure on a fledgling church plant to figure out how it's going to support your salary and and help you barely get by and feel all this frustration of these results that are not happening as fast as you think they need to happen, we're going to give you a gym to go work out in. The gym is called the marketplace. You got energy, you're wound up, you're kind of a type A driven personality. Cool. Let's go turn that entrepreneurial spirit loose in the marketplace. Build something of value there. By the way, you're going to get a chance to meet a whole lot of people in the marketplace. You're going to get a chance to serve a whole lot of people and minister in the marketplace as well but you're going to get paid a lot better for it. And it's going to kind of tone off, you know, kind of sand down some of the rough edges on the church side of things. You're going to get some of that energy out in the marketplace. So obviously you can see where I'm going with this conversation as I just think through what could have been, what might've been a healthier approach. This may not be for everybody. Um, As I think about, you know, so how does this entree pastor model address the issue of ministry becoming this all-consuming you know, singular focus identity for a pastor. Well, it's obvious if you have other arenas of life that you kind of have to take off the pastor hat and go put on the business owner hat, it gives you some other outlets to go pour your time, effort, energy, and focus into. That may not be as much of a need for you as it would have been for me. Like that would have been a very healthy thing for me. And you and I might not be wired the same. You know, for some pastors, maybe they don't need to go find that outlet in planting and starting a business of their own. Maybe they can just go join a bowling league and have a hobby and just enjoy, you know, taking off their pastor hat in a bowling alley. I just, I'd prefer to be the guy who owns the bowling alley. You know what I mean? Like I'm an entrepreneur, so that's fun for me. That's a hobby for me. And and it, I like making money. So why not? And also, as we've learned in this series so far, pastoring doesn't usually pay the best. So how about going out in the marketplace and spending some of that energy in a way that provides well for my family? So again, this this episode may not hit everybody right where it needs to, but for some it will. If you are wired like I was and like I am, this this will be kind of reading your email here where you're hearing this going, yep, I can see how sometimes I fall into that trap if that's all I have to focus on. And so I'm here to remind you uh, just a message of hope, a message of encouragement. Pastor, you are so much more than just a pastor. Your identity does not flow out of your title. It's a temporary title. It really is. The calling can be eternal. Sure, the calling can be a lifelong calling from God. It's not always going to be being a pastor of the church you're in right now to the people you're serving right now. That is a temporary assignment. And you are so much more than that. And so 
if I can help you lean into some other areas of life where you can go spend some of yourself in ways that are not directly tied to the church, that is a good thing. That is not an unhealthy thing. And I know there's pastors that are wired to push back on this and go, you know, we're, we should only be doing the one thing. I think that has contributed to more pastoral burnout than the pastors who have a little bit more of a well-rounded approach to life and they recognize, no, I love the church thing. I really do, but it's not all of who I am. It's just a part of my life. It really is. It's just a part of my life, a big part of my life, a part I care deeply about, but I am so much more than just that. For those pastors that are yelling at the radio right now as you're driving down the road, calling me a heretic because you know I'm suggesting pastors have another focus in addition to, to serving the church, I love you, bro, but you're part of the problem. I love you, but you're part of the stigma that has caused a lot of pastors, thousands of pastors, to burn out of ministry every single year feeling like they have utterly failed and feeling like God has failed them. There is something desperately broken about this model we call the church. Uh, And I'm not suggesting Entree Pastors has all of the answers to fix all of it. It is a complex, multifaceted approach because, after all, it's people that are running this thing, right? It's people that are trying to figure all of this stuff out under the lordship of Jesus. And so it's messy at best. I And I'm okay in that mess. But I'm tired of seeing pastors struggle. I'm tired of seeing pastors burning out and feeling like failures. There's a better way. So pastor, let me encourage you today. You are more than just a pastor. And if a business is a way for you to have a healthy outlet, let's go start a business together. So here's a quick call to action. I want to offer you a free resource uh, for those of you that have never downloaded our free get started guide. If you're like, John, I hear you. I have no idea where I would even turn to start a business. I have no idea what I would do in our free get started guide. We have over 50 business ideas, just some things to get the juices flowing. You may find something on that list and go, man, this is it exactly what I want to do. Or it may start kind of getting you thinking down a road where you'd say, I don't think I want to do that, but what if I did this or that? So go get that uh, free get started guide. If you just go to entrepastors.com forward slash start, you can download that. And uh, hopefully that'll be of benefit to you. If there's anything I can do to be of service to you or less, my co-partner in all of this, my co-founder, feel free to shoot either of us an email, john at entrepastors.com or less, L-E-S at entrepastors.com. And we'll do anything we can to serve you and walk alongside you on your Entree Pastor journey. Guys, that's all I got for today's show. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.